KTAR News Special, Arizona Votes 2024, one year out. Hosted by Jim Sharp on 92.3 and the KTAR News app. And, of course, KTAR legal... Uh, you're not legal legal analyst. Is that, what, do you, what do you prefer? What term do you prefer, Barry Markson? You 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 can call me the uh, uh, captain, my captain. <laughs> Okay. That's, that's what I prefer. Uh, uh, as we uh, take a special look at election integrity heading into the big yes. election year of 2024, uh, real quickly before we get to uh, to Ballon Overstolls, uh, uh, you felt really good about what Ken Bennett had to say. Yeah, I mean, and Ken, look, I've always liked Ken Bennett. He's an honest guy, and, and you can agree or disagree with his politics, but I think he's a good person overall, and he was right in the middle of this audit that we did after the 2020 election, and what he said today is is the truth. Uh, that, what number one, Jim, you asked a question, uh, they actually found more votes for Biden than than the actual official count. So there was, right. it was close, a couple hundred, but it was right. very close, um, that they found that he was looking at the ballots that Republicans voted down ballot for other Republicans and didn't vote for Trump. Right. And there were tens of thousands or hundreds of thousands of votes like that. And that was that's what the difference was. It, it wasn't stolen. When you when you ask Ken Bennett the question, uh, how is it all these other Republicans won and Trump lost, but that means that there was only corruption in Trump's election? Obviously, the answer to that is it's impossible. And he said that. And, and I thought that was great from a person who was right there in the middle of it. We are going to now chat with uh, Ballon Overstolz, who's a KTAR news reporter. And uh, you talk to a lot of people as part of our series this week uh, of, you know, Arizona Votes 2024, one year out, about uh, election integrity, uh, including the authors of a book called The Misinformation Age, How False Beliefs Are Spread. So according to these authors, how do falsehoods on this massive scale get spread? It's not like, you know, when Barry and I were young, we played telephone. Yeah. Hey, Jim. Hey, Barry. Thanks for having me. Um, yeah, there, there's a few factors that go into this, and it actually really starts with the human mind. Um, misinformation is not a new phenomenon phenomenon, but the internet is. So people have always been naturally sort of inclined to believe what they call false beliefs, and everybody has false beliefs, and pr- plenty of us probably have harmless yeah. ones. I think I'm good looking, so <laughs> there's that one, right? And I'll even, no, you know, reference the cover of their book. It's it's the jackalope, you know, it's a, it's a Southwestern myth that is a product of how when people <laughs> speak with each other, untrue things come out. Mm-hmm. Now, they say we're in a crisis now because of one, the obviously the internet, that just increased the speed of everything of how we speak. Uh, speak with each other. But they also say there is now an arm of politicians who are putting intention into spreading lies about elections and candidates. Wow. Interesting. Uh, You talked to uh, Joe Blackburn as well, uh, who runs the Integrity Project. The Integrity Project, I basically have an idea of what they do, but what do they see their role as in in this misinformation age? Yeah. So they're a new apolitical nonprofit that has tasked themselves with researching and coming up with solutions for misinformation. And they're also a really new organization. In fact, it kind of reflects the newness of this problem itself, right? Misinformation coming up in our elections. Uh, but they, they've tasked themselves with coming up with research and educational responses to misinformation. And right now, one thing they're dialed into is finding ways to promote media literacy in schools. Uh, he compared it to the way schools used to teach civics, basically. So did, did they have any ideas for what a regular person could do? I mean, if you're on Twitter, on social media, you see misinformation all the time. And a lot of people don't realize it or don't want to realize it. But what is the best way to counteract that? If somebody posts something, let's say about the election being stolen, that is obviously false. Is it best to ignore it? Is it best to respond with factual information? Is it best to call them names and run? What's the best thing? What do they suggest? Yeah, yeah, definitely not the names and running. Uh, (laughs) Because that's something they specifically pointed out is there is as misinformation 
information spreads, it does promote hostility between people who might believe something and people who don't believe something. So, you know, telling people that they're wrong isn't always going to be the best approach, as counterintuitive as that sounds. I, I'll reference what uh, Supervisor Bill Gates says is what their response is, is just keep repeating the truth aggressively, loudly, and they're trying to even kind of preempt misinformation before it goes viral. Uh, so really the best defense to misinformation, according to everybody I spoke to, is the truth. It's interesting. What, you know, I'm on Twitter a little bit, Jim. I don't know if you're aware of that. Uh, and, and a little bit. One of the things I... Well, one He's of the, on it so much he hasn't even noticed it's changed to X. One, what, I'm, I'm not calling it X. One of the things One of the things I did, when, and I still do when I see that, people say something and I say, show us the evidence. I'm an attorney. Right. And I'm, I'm show me the facts. Show me the evidence. If you're going to make an allegation, show us what, you're, what is supporting that allegation. And if you can't do that, it's false. And I, I like to think, and I've had a lot of people come up and tell me that that's helpful to them, that they actually like what I do that because they can see if, if the response to my question is not an answer, but rather an attack on me, mm-hmm. then they know what they just read is false. Uh, you mentioned Bill Gates, uh, county supervisor, uh, who really caught it in the face from a lot of people, a lot of election deniers, because the Board of Supervisors actually runs the general election as opposed to the primary, which is run by the county recorder. Um, how is he doing? I know he's decided he's done with uh, political office when his term runs out. He's not running for supervisor again. Does, does he seem to be healing from all the craziness that went on around him? I mean, from our conversation, I would say so, because he's so intent on combating this with, um, I mean, like really directly finding ways to curb misinformation and make sure that information doesn't spread. And like I said, on their end, their front is education and and spreading the truth and being very loud about the truth. All right. uh, KTAR news reporter, Ballin Overstoles. You will hear more about this tomorrow, won't we? Yes. uh, You'll hear my story tomorrow. Yes. So, uh, yeah, you want to tune in tomorrow morning. I think there'll be uh, Ballin stories will be running around. Around 520, 620, and 720 on Arizona's Morning News with uh, Jim Sharp and Jamie West.